Binge the full week of The Ray Taylor Show ad-free over at InspiredDisorder.com slash plus. This is The Ray Taylor Show. Bahubili, The Beginning, is the second film from writer-director S.S. Rajamouli uh, that I have seen. I previously watched and reviewed RRR, which was an amazing, mind-blowing experience. And I was recommended by many people, many movies, which I have added to my list of movies to watch. This being one of them, this uh, the beginning of a two-part uh, movie. Both are, are three hours long, which, I, you know, I, I've come to expect, at least after watching this film and RRR, that they may be long run times, but they are epic movies, great storytelling, like epic scale too this movie is gorgeous there are scenes of like this waterfall that are like like just like just if the most epic scale of a waterfall you could have this kingdom is just gigantic like it's just ridiculously large and of a scale that is so epic that is it it like really makes me wish i had seen these movies in a theater because i feel they would play even better on a large scale screen uh to really see everything that's going on also so gorgeous so many of these these visually these scenes are are so amazing just like bright vivid colors and just like beautiful everything beautiful Music, beautiful dancing and musical moments, uh, but also just beautiful settings. A crazy epic story. This story reminded me quite a bit of The Lion King. And I looked online, and apparently I'm not the only person that's that's seen that comparison. Obviously, this is told in a much grander scale. Uh, I don't know how related they are, but it is very, a very similar type of a story. Uh, this first part feels more like a prequel kind of a thing, but you have this, this kid who is destined to be the great leader of these people, uh, but is because of family things that happen death and uh backstabbing and uh all of these things uh he narrowly is able to escape and survive and he grows up outside of his kingdom grows up just as a normal person and due to events goes back to uh kind of regain his place as the rightful leader of these people kind of the overview of this story which is very similar in a lot of ways to that of Simba in, in The Lion King. Uh, obviously, I'm going to spoil stuff. I want to say that right now. Uh, there are aspects of this movie that I want to talk about. I don't know if I'll go as beat by beat, maybe as I did with the RRR review, but just as a warning, I will be spoiling stuff. I highly recommend watching this movie. It is like amazing structurally this movie is similar to rrr in a long a lot of ways not only in the runtime but also like the, in the way the story is told where you're you're watching this movie and then about 
two-thirds in, like either halfway or two-thirds in, it goes back to a prequel, basically setting up the why this kingdom was torn apart. And after seeing that in RRR, kind of showing the prequel of the police officer, this movie does the same, and I was kind of far more prepared in this movie than I was in the last one and kind of knew what was going on but also it makes sense in this movie because seeing how the the origin stories of how this kingdom gets separated uh and just the scale of these battles is feels like something you would see at the end of a movie so tonally it feels like if it fits it also adds a lot to what i mean the whole prequel gets spurred with this character bahubili asking why everybody feels like he's so important and that prequel is the telling of why he is so important and it never even gets to him in the this prequel it is i assume it is about his father and his uncle and how they were both i don't know if they were actually related but it felt like they were brothers but there are these two kids who are growing up and the whole thing was we're going to see which one of these two kids grows up to be the leader grows up to be the person that the people love the that that makes the right decisions does the right things uh and i thought that was amazing the beginning of this movie everything that leads up to that is just kind of showing this guy who has lived kind of a comfortable kind of more of in like a paradise kind of a way like he's at the bot the basin of this waterfall uh feels more like tropical you know has these things does this this amazing clearly has these amazing feats of strength has this like determination to climb up this this like massively epic waterfall which i love that kind of message that kind of message of determination that even even though he's fallen from this waterfall over a hundred times he's still determined to get back up and try and climb up that waterfall again and it's not until he has this fantasy of this woman that's at the top of the waterfall that he actually gets the motivation and the abilities to actually get up the waterfall and it's like this beautiful kind of musical moment you know where in a lot of these movies they kind of turn into musicals which is i i enjoy it 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 kind of <clears throat> you know gives gives another tone gives another flavor to the film uh to where it's not just like epic action all the time and it's him kind of almost effortlessly scaling this giant waterfall following this idea of this perfect woman that that is supposed to be up on the top of this waterfall that lost her mask that he's he's going to this just just like just this ideal just this i this this imaginary goal that's at the end imaginary treasure as it were uh, at the end of accomplishing this thing of climbing this waterfall. 
But I love that that kind of having that determination. And it's like this montage of him growing up constantly throughout his life trying to climb this waterfall. And now a quick word from our sponsor. Now you can wear the many faces. Original art by Ray Taylor. Select pieces from the ongoing series of abstract ink paintings. All products made with high quality materials made right here in the USA. Go to inspiredisorder.com slash TMF merch to browse the entire collection and save yourself an extra 10% when you check out by using coupon code RTS. TMF. So once again, go to inspireddisorder.com slash TMF merch and save 10% when you use coupon code RTSTMF. And now back to our show. And I enjoy the, the musical moments and the, the romance stuff. It's <clears throat> and it's it's interesting how different it feels at the base of the waterfall than it does at the top of the waterfall. Like the the base of the waterfall, it feels like warm. Like the temperature feels warm, feels romantic, kind of like this paradise, relaxing, tropical kind of paradise. And then at the top of this waterfall, feels very cold and dangerous. Like there's literally like ice kind of forms on branches. There's people kind of warring, fighting in battles. Much tonally different places where... He was in more of a comfortable place, and now that he's reached the top of this waterfall, he realizes that he's in a, a much more dangerous thing. And I love the songs, too. The songs, it's so weird. Like, <clears throat> in most American movies, the songs provide tone a lot of times, whereas in these movies, or at least for this director, I don't know if, all, if it's a common trait in, in these movies, uh, but the dancing tends to be setting the tone of the emotion a lot of the times instead of the music the music tends to set the set a lot of context there's a lot of storytelling that goes on in the songs of these movies versus in america it's flipped like dancing if there is dancing usually adds to the story or yeah adds to the story and then the music tends to add to the the tone or the mood uh, so it's kind of interesting to have that flip watching these. And also, it just adds like another layer of storytelling, right? Not only are we seeing the story happen within just the, the standard narrative of the movie, we're getting pulled out and, and, and feeling tone in these like musical moments of like love and of like passion. But then we have these musical moments that are explaining in detail what's happening or what has happened and adding a lot more context to what's going on. It's like one of the most creative ways to add context to a thing, to, to have that kind of um, filling in the blanks of what's going on just, just through the song. So I appreciate that as well, and it's something I noticed. Uh, also, something I noticed very interesting at the beginning of this movie, similar to the beginning of RRR, there's a, a message or a disclaimer that all of the animals in this film are CG, right? No animals were harmed in the making of this film. And what this movie I noticed did, which I didn't notice in the previous movie, is that any time there's a, a CG animal that is being hurt in any way, there is a literal watermark 
on the screen, the lower left corner of the screen that says CGI. So not only is there a disclaimer at the beginning of the film, but during actual scenes where animal, and it's not all CG animal scenes, because there's plenty of CG animals where that's not there, but there's nothing really violent happening to the animals. But anytime there's something violent happening, like we see a guy wrestling this giant like bull type of bison type of animal, it says in the bottom corner, CGI. Which I thought that was very interesting. I guess an added comfort knowing, you know, nobody's going to be triggered. Definitely not something you would have ever seen in the movie Cannibal Holocaust. Because there was no CG. It was just straight up animal cruelty. But very interesting to see that just cultural difference in film. To warn the audience that this is an actual this is not an actual animal that is not put in any kind of danger but i i kind of enjoyed that it was interesting uh when he does finally find the person that the mask belongs to right the personification of this this fair this fantasy he had of this person that's at the top of this waterfall this fantasy that 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 gave him the motivation to climb the waterfall when he finally finds that person there is a scene i've never seen in a movie before it is a scene that combines a makeover with a fight where she's kind of trying to fight him but he is constantly avoiding and using her momentum to do things, to remove clothing, to add like crushed berries as makeup and eyeliner and lipstick. It is like he is providing her with a makeover while she is trying to fight him. Like, like so much fun, so creative so like just like just watching this and it turns into like this love scene and it's her singing about how she she was a rock just a stone and then he sculpted her into like a beautiful statue right this is the whole kind of thing as this makeover fight is happening like just a scene you wouldn't see in any movie maybe you would see it in like a parody comedy spoof type of a movie in america but you're never gonna see something like that like not to that extent like there's definitely i think there was like a zorro movie where like he cuts like sleeves off of her dress and like you know basically is more sexualized and just tries to get her naked versus this is like he is changing her outfit and putting makeup on and unbraiding her hair and making it all flowy and wavy and it's just like I have never in my life seen a makeover fight before. And that's just one of the many great things that this movie has brought. <laughs> like, just to see a makeover fight, I thought was hilarious. Uh, and, and not like I'm laughing at it. I'm just like laughing at how enjoyable it is. Uh, also, never thought, like when I think, I mean, obviously I'm ignorant. I live in America. We, we breed ignorance. 
We are known for stupidity. You want to talk about uneducated people, you look at America, and we're, sh we're proving that on a daily basis, how just little we know about everything. When I think of India, the one thing I never think of is snow. And I had to Google, because there's, mo obviously, when he goes to the top of the waterfall, there's, like, frost. It definitely feels cold. But there's a scene where it's, like, they're straight up in the mountains with snow. And I'm, like, that is not something, obviously, India is huge. So if I were to take two seconds to just think about it, of course there's going to be mountain ranges in India that have snow. It's just you never see... I never see India depicted as snow-covered. But, of course, this movie has that. There's this avalanche escape that is pretty... Re reminded me a lot of Indiana Jones 2, the Temple of Doom, except for that is more of a, a water raft escape, but very similar in a lot of ways to this escape uh, from an avalanche. Uh, but never... Never thought of India as having snow. Obviously, I Googled it, and of course, there's places in India with snow. So, you know, not surprising my ignorance. There are, I will have to say, this movie more so than RRR. I mean, this movie came out in 2015, so it's been seven years. Some of the CG, some of the action in this movie is tonally a bit cheesy, a bit comical. Now, there was comical action in RRR as well, but I think that movie kind of embraces humor, embraces that kind of cartoonish action in a way, where this really feels like an epic movie like this this one feels like it has a lot more weight to it despite the fact that there's a makeover fight some of the action feels tonally a little bit off and it's not i mean out of this three hour plus runtime it is very few moments that feel out of place tonally with the action but there's definitely some action moments that feel a bit a bit cartoonish a bit over the top uh, but at the same time, it is still kind of this mythical tale. This character obviously has this mythical strength to him. So I, I, I can understand it on that level. It's just the execution of it. I mean, it just doesn't work very well either. Like, there's aspects of that avalanche escape scene that feel just not as high quality as CG. Some of the animals don't feel as high quality as CG. But just small little bits throughout a movie where a lot of that's not even at all noticeable or a concern. Join Inspired Disorder Plus today. Head on over to inspireddisorder.com slash plus to join. Membership includes members-only discounts and deals. You get access to the Ray Taylor Show completely ad-free, as well as bonus episodes. You get access to the complete live painting archive. You also get access to every single podcast ever produced by Inspired Disorder, hosted by Ray Taylor. 
You get access to Ray Taylor's personal blog, as well as the opportunity to ask me any questions. So if you want to start a podcast, you're into art, ask me anything. And so many more things are being added every day to Inspire Disorder Plus. So sign up today, become a member, head on over to inspiredisorder.com slash plus and become an Inspire Disorder Plus member today. But it's great because, you know, he has the whole reason he gets there is chasing love, right? Obviously, he's at an age where hormones are going. He wants to find somebody. He has this ideal person that's going to be at the top of this waterfall. He finds her. He shows her the beauty she has within herself, which in turn makes them, you know, she appreciates him for that and falls, they fall in love with each other. And she's on a mission to go free somebody. So as a way to prove his love for her, he's going to take on this mission to save this person meanwhile him going to save this person has been like prophesized right is this thing that the person that's cap captured believes is going to happen but the way it's handled in this movie isn't as direct as it would be handled in most other movies like most other movies it would he would know why he's going there because it's his mom right i said spoilers but I love that he's going not knowing who it is, not knowing the full story of what's going on, but he's going just because it is something he wants to do to prove to the, the woman he loves uh, to, to do this mission for. Her. And it's great. It's great. You know, the, he's not successful right away. There's kind of some failures that happen, but ultimately... Like, there's these great fight scenes. There's this great beheading scene. Oh, just the most beautiful beheading scene in any movie where this guy's head gets cut off and continues to run, and it's like slow motion, but it's set against, like, it's like this silhouette of this headless body continuing to run with this beautiful sunset behind it. Like the contrast of what's happening in the frame with the beauty that's on the frame as well is like just like such like a beautiful, so beautiful. The most beautiful beheading scene in any movie. And then you get into this prequel which was a little confusing at first because it's like these babies are born and I thought that he was one of those babies, that Bahubali was one of these babies. But it wasn't. It's clearly like most likely his dad is this guy. Which they never connect it. Like the, even though it's a prequel, they never do everything to connect it to him directly. But it's the story that fleshes out, that gives you context for why he is so important. Because he was prophesized to come back, to save her, and to free his people that have been at war with this other family. Right? This other family that, in this prequel, they are fighting to be... To, not fighting, but they're 
competing in a way to see who's going to rule the kingdom. Like at one point, they ruled this giant kingdom, which is now being ruled by this evil dictator guy. And it's great. They're like fighting off this other, like, you know, group of, of savages. And they have kind of different, different strategies, how they're doing it. There's these scenes where they're launching these giant catapults, these giant, like, boulders. And one of them has this idea, Bahubali has this idea to, like, strap these giant cloth from these tents that are soaked in, in f gas to launch them. And it looks like these giant capes just flying over this crowd, this, like, epic-sized battlefield of people. And then lights them on fire with an arrow. Just the most epic, badass battle. Then this other guy's got like this chariot that has a almost like a helicopter blades that, that's in front of it. Like a gigantic weed whacker that just takes out people. And you see how both of them handle it. You see how one of them is cares more about m killing more people. He thinks that the objective is to kill the most people, regardless of humanity involved. Because there's a point where the, the people they're fighting against use innocent people as like a human shield. And he doesn't take any concern with those people. Versus Bahubali actually has concern, had like a brilliant way to circumvent, to trip all those people up to to save them in order to continue to fight against these bad guys. And it's great, like, how it ends, how the queen is like, I don't care that technically this one guy did this one thing because it's all about who showed to be the better leader, who showed to have more compassion for humans, like, showed to be a true leader. showed to like even when the momentum was shifting and their strategies were falling apart was able to rally the troops to inspire them to come back like he showed all of these great like features that you'd want in a leader versus the other guy who just killed more people and it's kind of a this epic way to to provide context for why this other guy is so important to them and it's also a crazy twist with the the one guy confessing to be the one who killed him which is like a crazy complex difficult type of a scenario to have and really sets up for the next movie to really like, you know, there's going to be crazy battles. Uh, apparently, this movie was highly successful, but the, the next one was, I think, the most successful movie in India. Uh, so I'm super excited to see how it all plays out in the next movie. But, yeah, Bahubali. If you are a fan, for any American watching this, who grew up watching The Lion King, right? The animated Disney Lion King. And you want to watch an epic tale that has similarities to that. That is telling like a similar type of a story, but on an epic, grand scale. 
with all of the beauty, with great musical moments, just like The Lion King does, highly recommend checking out Bahubali, The Beginning. And I forgive me if I'm pronouncing that wrong. I'm trying to sound like the way they say it in the movie. Bahubali. Bahubili. Kind of sounds Bahubili. A great movie. SS Rajamoli. I look forward to watching more of your movies and eventually I will be ranking them and doing a top five as uh, there's other ones that people have recommended that I will get to. I'm slowly going to get through. I've gotten so I've gotten probably close to a hundred movie recommendations from people that have watched RRR and I am definitely looking forward to getting through those as many as possible that are available. Um, so this is my first step in that. But yeah, awesome movie. Can't wait to watch the the conclusion, the second part. Uh, but check it out. It is on Netflix in America. So highly recommend checking it out. Bahubali, The Beginning. New episodes of The Ray Taylor Show come out every single day. Subscribe on YouTube and everywhere our podcasts are found. Binge the full week over at InspiredDisorder.com slash plus. Buy Ray Taylor Show merch over at InspiredDisorder.com. And follow the show on Instagram at Ray Taylor Show. Have a wonderful day, everybody. Peace. Out. Today is the day where you wake up and you realize that everything that you've been dreaming about, everything that you've been wanting, every goal and wish and hope that you've ever had can become real. Dreams can come true. What you manifest in your mind, you can bring to reality.